0: It's really good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. What a blessing to be able to open up God's Word each day on this program and study from those rich teachings and truths. Oh, there's so much there for us. God has blessed us so much by giving us His Word, communicating to us His will through that written Scripture account. How blessed we are and how foolish we are if we do not take advantage of it. Read it try to understand it as best we can and make the proper applications to our lives, living by it. We hope that as we study together each day and search the scriptures, that you are becoming more and more tuned in to the teachings of God's word, that you're understanding those scriptures better, more fully, more completely, and that you're becoming better equipped to make the proper applications to your lives and ultimately to come to God openly for his forgiveness and salvation that He offers you through His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray and we really do care about you and we really do pray for you diligently and repeatedly. We pray that you're moving in that direction. We pray that this program, this study that we go through each day is helping you along the way. Good to be back today with my brother, Dennis Stackhouse. Good to be
1: with you as we continue our study. Thank you, Gary. It's always a delight for me to be with you on the program. And I'd like to add my word of welcome to those who are listening today. We do thank you for tuning in to Search the Scriptures. You know, Gary, what a blessing we have in that God has allowed us this opportunity to share his word with so many people over the radio airwaves. And again, what a tremendous blessing. We have no idea how many lives might be touched through this ministry, but certainly there's the opportunity to impact numerous, numerous lives. And again, we're so grateful that God has blessed us in this regard. And we also feel very blessed that all of you are listening to us today here on Search the Scriptures. We know that for many of you, you do this on purpose. You have this specific time in mind. You turn the radio on because you're interested in learning more about God's will for your life. And as we get involved in another study from his word today, we pray that he's going to bless us in this regard, that you are going to be edified and encouraged and that above all, God will be glorified as we proclaim his word.
0: Amen. And we really do we really do take seriously what we do here and search the scriptures.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, we uh, want to do the best we can, basically, mm-hmm. to get across these teachings to people. And they're not our teachings. They're God's teachings.
1: Yes, exactly right. As we say so many times on the program, Gary, we're dealing with God's inspired word, as Paul described it in Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. This comes from God himself.
0: Yes. The sense being coming across his very lips, out of his mouth, you know, and certainly, as you said, his very word. It is. That's scripture. Mm -hmm. Well, Dennis, we're talking about some sure things. Mm -hmm. We're talking about some things we can be absolutely certain of Mm
1: -hmm.
0: living in this life, Mm And that's something that's important to us because we take all kinds of steps and measures to be as sure as we can about some things, particularly our well-being and safety and future. We take out all kinds of insurance policies. We, we uh buy into and contribute into pension plans of various kinds, social mm-hmm. security, 401ks, mm-hmm. annuity, savings plans, and on and on.
1: Yes.
0: And yet when we've done all of that, we still step back and say, but you know, <laughs> we can't be absolutely
1: certain. Yeah, that's right.
0: Well, that's because life in this world from a physical perspective is uncertain. at It best. is.
1: It is for a fact
0: you know Dennis I've I've talked to lots of people over the years about um, maybe a particular business deal they were going to get involved in maybe buying a house or you know some venture that they had the opportunity to get involved in and and I say boy this is really great oh, It looks you know so good maybe it's a job that somebody is talking about offering them and they get all excited about it and and I don't mean to necessarily put a negative damper on things, but many times I've told people that I've learned in life, and I've lived a fair amount of years in this world, that I've learned that nothing's certain Mm -hmm. until you have that signature on the bottom line.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And there are even cases when that happens that, it's not as sure as we thought it was
0: no 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 I remember living in a in a fairly small little city in uh, in the south many many years ago and this company came in and they apparently sold uh, uh, the prospects to the Uh, local government that they were going to come in and build this plant and it was going to offer so many jobs and Mm -hmm. and so they received some government assistance from the local government there Mm -hmm. and uh, they did build a pretty impressive building there it just never turned into very many jobs Ah. and ultimately they went bankrupt Mm. and all of those jobs left the area the few that they that that had actually happened.
1: And it's unfortunate that that same scenario is repeated many times over.
0: Yes, it is. And those are just examples mm-hmm. of the uncertainty of life in this world. Yes. Well, we come to this particular study, and as we're saying, there are some sure things. That's what this is about. Yes. Some sure things. Now, the things that we've been talking about, mostly, are things that probably most of us would wish they were not sure things. That's true. We noted in Numbers chapter 32 and verse 23 that we can be sure that our sins will find us out.
1: Yes. And the scriptures emphasize that throughout to us.
0: They do. We noted in Psalm 139, the first 12 verses, nothing that we think, nothing that we do is unknown to God. Mm -hmm. There's no place we can go to hide from his presence. He is omniscient, Mm -hmm. all-knowing, all-seeing, and omnipresent Mm -hmm. everywhere, all the time, at the same time. Mm -hmm. And the psalmist goes on in Psalm 90 in verses 7 and 8 and tells us that our iniquities are laid before God. Even our secret sins are Mm -hmm. known to him and visible to him. Right. And the Hebrews writer says that, that... they're laid naked before him (laughs) yes now you can't get much more stark than that
1: no not at all
0: and that no creature is hidden from his sight Mm -hmm. so we certainly cannot hide from him no second corinthians uh, 5 and verse 10 tells us that we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ Mm -hmm. and give account for how we've lived our lives in this world
1: yes that's right
0: whether good or bad, the text says. Mm -hmm. We also noted that unless the Lord comes again first, then we're going to die, every one of us.
1: Physically speaking, we will.
0: Physical death is a certainty. Mm -hmm. We can be sure of it. We can be sure that our sins will find us out, and we can be sure that we're going to die unless the Lord comes again first. Right. Hebrews 9 and verse 27, it even says that it is appointed that man should die first. Mm-hmm. Now that is appointed by God. Yes, It, it is. is absolutely certain that yes. it's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We went back and we looked in Genesis chapter two and verse 17 about how death, physical death is a reality because of sin. Mm-hmm. In the consciousness of mankind. Yes. And we saw some rather vivid descriptive language in Genesis 3 and verse 19, and then Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 19 and 20, that tells us that when ultimately we face the end of this life, our bodies are going to go back to the dust. Right. Talking about decay that Mm -hmm. naturally happens Mm -hmm. after one dies physically. Yes. All of that's real. It is. The wise man said in verses 1 and 2 of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that there is a time to live and a time to die.
1: That is correct.
0: We can be sure of it. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at another point about which we can be sure. We go back to Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27, and let's read that
1: again. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment.
0: Now we've just kind of summarized again, what we studied in our last program about the surety of death, Mm -hmm. unless the Lord comes again first. So there the Hebrews writer says, it is appointed for men to die once. Mm -hmm. And then he says, there's something else that's appointed.
1: Yes, he did. And that's the judgment. The judgment. Mm -hmm. So we can be
0: sure that following death, there will be a judgment.
1: That is correct.
0: Now, if death scares folks, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the judgment scares them even more.
1: I would certainly think so.
0: That concept. Yes. It's it's like a a fella, he was talking one time and he said, you know, I'm not afraid of dying. Mm -hmm. But after death comes the judgment. And that scares me to death. (laughs) 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 Yes. We don't need to be afraid of the judgment, though.
1: No. Uh, Again, as we've mentioned, we have assurances in God's word that if we are living faithfully before him, if our faith is active, if we are obedient to the things God has commanded, we can be assured that we have eternal life waiting for us. Absolutely.
0: No question about it. Mm -hmm. Let's turn to Acts chapter 17 and look at verses 30 and 31.
1: Truly... These times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. I
0: don't know how we could ask for any more ironclad of a guarantee than what is laid out for us In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 30 and 31, Mm -hmm. pertaining to the judgment.
1: Yes, very clear.
0: Now, people, they don't like that idea of judgment.
1: Uh, No, they don't.
0: They like to think of God as a God of goodness and love and mercy and grace and forgiveness and patience. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they don't like that idea of God being a God of judgment, too.
1: And all of those rather... Nice qualities, shall we say, that you just mentioned about God are true. Absolutely. They're part of his character. They're part of his nature. But that's not the end of it.
0: No. God is also a God of judgment. He is. He holds us accountable. Right. Now, some people that would bother them and say, well, why? If God is a God of mercy and love and kindness and grace and forgiveness, why would he he judge mankind? Mm -hmm. Do you judge your children? (laughs) <laughs> when they do wrong?
1: I think we know the answer to that.
0: Does society judge its citizenry mm-hmm. when they break the laws? Absolutely. And civil authority is part of God's plan it is. for mankind.
1: Yes, it is. And society. Mm-hmm. We can
0: read about that in Paul's letter to the Romans. Yes, indeed. That's a natural part of life, the reality in this world. That's part of the order of things.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: In fact, you cannot have order, you cannot have righteousness without a standard that has to be followed. That's true. And there are consequences to breaking that standard. Indeed, there are. Now, some of those consequences, in some cases, they're not even questioned by us. Mm -hmm. We know that there are laws of nature. You go out on the roof of a 10-story building. You jump off. You know what's going to happen when you touch the bottom.
1: I think that's right.
0: You step out in front of an onrushing 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen when it makes impact with you. Yes. We know those things. Don't mm-hmm. even question them. Mm-hmm. But somehow, because... We want God to only be gracious, and only be merciful, and only be loving, and only be kind, and only be forgiving. We can't accept the fact that he also is ultimately going to hold us accountable, and that's judgment.
1: Yes, it is. We need to understand very clearly that God is also a God of justice. And
0: justice requires judgment. They go hand in hand.
1: They do indeed.
0: Now, sometimes people might say, well, okay, we've got to be judged. But then somehow they apparently expect God then to say, yeah, you know, I know you did all these things that were wicked and evil and sinful and unrighteous and demonstrated unfaithfulness to me and disrespect for me. I'm judging you over that. You know, what? it's okay. Just just forget it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not what we're told in Scripture is going to happen.
1: No, it's a comforting thought, but it's not according to Scripture.
0: And it's not realistic either. No. Let's turn to Romans chapter 2 and look at verses 1 through 11. Rather lengthy text, but it is instructive.
1: Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. And you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God?
0: Now let's stop for a moment there, just Mm -hmm. a moment. Is it realistic to suppose that we can live in sin, that we can do things that we know that are wrong before God and not expect to pay some consequence?
1: It isn't reasonable. You know, again, we think about the fact from Romans 6 verse 23 that the wages of sin is death.
0: And from a human physical perspective, we understand you can't rob banks and not expect to be punished. Right. You can't go out and murder somebody and not expect to pay the consequences.
1: That's correct.
0: God is much more sovereign and to be much more respected than the civil authorities. Mm -hmm. Why would we think it would be somehow permissible or excusable to break God's laws
1: and then expect no consequence. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense.
0: It does not. Let's move on.
1: Beginning in verse four, or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Now let's stop a moment again. God is giving us time right now, isn't he? He certainly is. He's
0: exhibiting his patience. Mm-hmm. He's saying, okay, I'm not striking you dead right now. I'm not, calling a, I'm not causing a, an avalanche of 20-ton boulders to fall on your head. I'm giving you time. Mm-hmm. I am loving. Mm-hmm. I am gracious. Yes. I am forgiving. I am patient. Mm-hmm. I am merciful. Mm-hmm. But what does the, the, the Apostle Paul say there? That patience is supposed to lead us, that goodness is supposed to lead us to what?
1: To repentance.
0: To repentance. Mm-hmm. God expects us to use this time
1: mm-hmm. that
0: in his patience he is exhibiting toward us and come to repentance.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly the message we have in Second Peter 3 verse 9.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Mm-hmm
0: not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Mm -hmm. But we've got to come to repentance. We do. Let's move on.
1: Okay, again in Romans two, beginning with verse five. But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God.
0: So judgment is coming then.
1: Judgment is coming.
0: And here the apostle Paul tells us that God's judgment will be righteous judgment. Exactly. Can't shake our fist at God rightly. No. And say, you shouldn't have done that. You're mean, old God. No, no, it's gonna be righteous judgment.
1: That's correct. Beginning in verse six, who will render to each one according to his deeds.
0: Oh, 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 so you mean we're
1: responsible? He's going
0: to judge us according to what we've done and Ab- what we do?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah our deeds. Mm -hmm. We're the ones to blame, not Mm -hmm. God. Right. We're responsible.
1: Picking up in verse 7, eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality.
0: So there's reward for those who do good. There is. Who live faithfully Mm -hmm. and righteously before God. That's right. And then what for those who do not?
1: Verse 8, But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on
0: every soul of man who does evil. Oh, so there's going to be consequence then. Indignation, wrath, tribulation, anguish Mm -hmm. on every soul of man who does evil.
1: That's correct.
0: Those who do not, verse 8, obey the truth, live by the teachings of God's word. His Mm -hmm. will, in other words. Right. And then the end of verse 9?
1: Of the Jew first and also of the Greek.
0: So no no discrimination
1: on God's part. All All will be judged. Mm -hmm. Okay. Beginning in verse 10. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first and the also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God.
0: So there will be blessed reward for those and it's eternal life, eternal salvation with God and Christ in heaven for those who do good, who live righteously, faithfully before God, who obey the truth, obey, live by his teachings.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: But those who choose not to do that, then they will reap the consequences of their chosen lifestyle. That's right. and And cannot blame God for those consequences. Not at all. Well, our time is up, so we're going to stop and Park here, we're gonna come back and pick up next time. And we're gonna continue this study on some sure things. Now, take careful note of what we've learned already are sure things. You can be sure that your sins will find you out. You can be sure that unless the Lord comes again first, you're going to die physically. And you can be sure that following death, there will be a judgment. In fact, as we read in Acts chapter 17 verses 30 and 31, the fact that Jesus arose from the grave after his crucifixion and burial in the tomb confirms that there will be a judgment day and you will be judged according to how you've lived your life in this world, whether righteously, faithfully, good or unrighteously, unfaithfully, bad, whether obediently or disobediently. The choice is yours. You will be judged accordingly. You don't need to fear the judgment. You can be ready. You can be assured. Contact us today and ask for that free Bible study and learn how you can be sure as you face physical death and the judgment following. We hope to hear from you right away.